0: Everybody to the I'm Fat podcast. Uh, uh, snacks are uh, best saved for later. With Jay Zawaski, that man ate all our shrimp and two plastic lobsters. And Rick Camp. Out the mist came a
1: beast more stomach than man. Welcome into another edition of the I'm Fat podcast. We are sponsored by Charlie the Bacon Guy, Mazda of Orland Park, Marischka's in Crest Hill, and Dr. Squatch, where if you're a first-time buyer of order, with an order of $20 or more, use that promo code I'm Fat 20 to save 20%. I am Rick Camp alongside the freshly minted suit Jay Zawoski, and of course, I definitely Hello. didn't tell Jay I was <laughs> doing that before the show because I'm a bad guy, so since I haven't had a chance to do it on any sort of audio platform so far... Congrats on the gig.
2: Thank you. It was a long time coming. I interviewed for this job like, I don't think it was like three months ago <laughs> was, was the first interview. And I think you're one of the few people I told about it. I think I told you mm-hmm. and I told Ray, because I want to ask Ray what it was like to work with Ron Gleason. Yeah. Um, and then all of a sudden, like very quickly, they're like, oh, hey, we want to talk to you tomorrow. And then, hey, do you want the job? And I said, whoa, OK, well, let me, you know, let me sleep on it and talk to my wife and family and everything and make sure it's best for us. But yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you didn't see my very self-indulgent and douchey uh Twitter post, <laughs> uh <laughs> I'm Could have
1: been on <laughs> Facebook too to
2: be fair. I, yes, it could have been on Facebook either way. I uh, am accepting a job at WBBM News Radio 780, so I'm leaving 670 The Score and I'm BBM's new what am I? Managing Editor of Podcasts and Multimedia. So I'm going to help them sort of relaunch and rebrand their podcasting uh program which they have a few but they don't you know they're not they don't do a good job promoting them they're just sort of they happen when they happen they're really Mm -hmm. trying to step into the modern era of podcasting so i saw the job open up very kind of luckily i was just Mm -hmm. messing around like we have i think everybody's got this for their job at -hmm. least in the corporate world like you have this hub website that connects you to your hr and your email and all this and i just saw. There's a little career section, and I check it because I was a teacher and I like to keep my students abreast of jobs that open up. Yeah. So I'm like, wow, look at that. Looks like exactly what would be really right for me. So immediately applied. I think I interviewed the next day. And again, that oh, was wow. like in in maybe July. I think it was July. And then didn't hear anything, didn't hear anything. Obviously, with COVID, everything is real delayed. Um I took the job. So I start like end of next month. So maybe like around September 20th is when I'll begin because I am leaving the Bernstein and Rahimi show. Jordan Malley, our uh, sound guy resigned. He's moving on to better things in life (laughs) than commuting two hours each way for no benefits and no pay. Um, So we have to fill an entire new staff for the show. So that's going to take some time and I want to be part of that and they want me to be part of that. So um, after 21 years, I will no longer be an employee of 670 The Score, which is crazy to say. I've been working at The Score for literally half my life.
1: Yeah, so the biggest thing I took away from that is uh, you're old. Correct. Because <laughs> being able to be at The Score for 21 years is crazy. And like this is no slight to you or anybody else that like, got into the industry when you did. It was just like, at least it feels like, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, the barrier to entry was just so different compared to like what it is now with you know being much more corporate and then just you know there being less jobs to be had and all that kind of thing but that being able to get in and then just not that not just that but like being an ep an executive producer for like what is it eight is it like 18 of those 21 years do i have that right yeah maybe not that that? long maybe 15 or so
2: is probably about right um yeah it's i it is incredibly different i mean first of all people that have listened to the score for a long time know that when it got started it was the wild west like they were if the sun went down they lost her signal like it was just a it was just a different thing and the score has always been even though it is corporate now it doesn't mm. run like most stations and that for me is going to be an adjustment when i move to bbm which is like literally down the hall i'm gonna have if, yeah. if i'm getting the office i think i'm getting which is crazy i'm getting an office i'm gonna be like three doors down from mitch so <laughs> it's like i'm not moving i'm literally not moving very far at all um but the atmosphere is what's going to be an adjustment for me because i've never worked at a place even like my high school jobs and college jobs have always been kind of like loose kind of i don't want I, I i say frat house but not in a way that's
1: you know, yeah, on the I, problematic I, forms of it,
2: right? It's just it's fun. It's wild. It's like kind of just do your own thing kind of a thing. And this is going to be different. It's also going to be different for me. And you know this from working with me. Mm-hmm. I'm not a great delegator. I'm a guy who's like, I'll just do it. Just let me do it. I can just do it. I, I'm, yeah. you know, and I'm going to have people working under me. And that's going to be different for me where I just have to say, OK, here's the thing. You go execute it. and I'm going to be hands off until it's done. That's going to be a big challenge for me. So I know what my challenges are. Anyway, I'm getting off track. But the, the difference, though, when, when I got started was every station had interns and interns mm-hmm. were a, a way to scout talent. So let's say every quarter or every semester is probably a better word for it. You know, you've got six interns and the best of those six would get hired. Right. And then the best of the year, like maybe the four of those from the year that you take. One of those becomes someone who works there for a long time. Now, no stations have interns anymore because of one lawsuit in California. So yeah. all, the, all the companies were like, nope, we're not doing that anymore. No more interns, which was free slash cheap labor for one. And more importantly, a way to, to find and develop talent. And it's also a foot in the door for kids. That's how I got hired. Mm-hmm. I was an intern twice. I worked a year for free at the score for the privilege to work there. you know and I'm not doing like the get off my lawn thing but I knew that that was part of it like for me getting the internship was an opportunity and that has financial value right like okay I'm here now I can prove myself now I can get the job and I had that job for 21 years and now it's led to a management position at WBBM took a little longer than I'd maybe expect yeah but at the same time I never had my foot out the door right I was never really looking yeah, I, I was very comfortable in my, you know, seven thirty AM till twelve thirty PM work life, you know, where I'd get to talk on the radio and have fun and watch games and that was my life. I wasn't really in a hurry to leave. And now that I've found this opportunity that makes perfect sense, you know, it, it's time and it's you know, of course I'm I'm getting nervous about it and I have anxiety about it, but you know, I think when you have like hundreds of people Telling you how great you're going to do, and and I think that helps,
1: (laughs) you know. Yeah, that that was cool. I mean, like I didn't see it because also, sidebar on Twitter, I have no idea how to change like the location of like my trending stuff. Mine is set to like um is set to like nationwide and not to Chicago, and I don't know how to change that because I'm a dumb. Yeah. However, multiple people saying that congrats Jay was trending in Chicago. Is like that's weird, so cool. <laughs> it is
2: very cool. I know I didn't see that either, but I was told I know Bernstein said so, and um, a couple other people on Twitter said so, and uh, man, that, I, that that's crazy. And I'm like, you, I was trying to change the Twitter, and I couldn't figure out how to do it either. I don't know how to change the yeah. location on the trend like the option was there, but then it wasn't actually showing me how to do it, which <laughs> mm-hmm. is which is awesome. So, anyway, um, thanks to everybody that reached out reached out yeah that's right um, yeah it's just gonna be it's kind of like it's a brand new position in a brand new department so it's kind of gonna be whatever me and Ron Gleason think it should be Which so is cool. it is cool but it's also like what do I like what does day one look like right yeah and I'm assuming it's gonna be you know inter- starting the interview process to hiring a staff
1: setting up your office
2: yeah but I've got all the <laughs> I, I have like all these ideas though yeah. Um, for podcasts that I I want to do, and like we got to get to them soon. Like some of them are seasonal, some of them are timely. It's like, come on, let's go. I want to get moving, but uh, patience. I guess I've waited this long; I can wait another month. Yeah. So anyway, thank you for doing that. I didn't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I didn't know if we should. I know, like we've gotten to the point well, I, where I, a lot I, of our audience you... doesn't know anything about the score anymore. They're just fans of the yeah. podcast, but. It's yeah, but
1: still, I mean, yeah, it's 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 big news. It doesn't change the podcast in any way, shape, or form. Uh, but <laughs> we just, probably you know, should have led with that, right? <laughs> yeah, I, Yeah, probably, I guess. Yeah. But, you know, just the fact of people, do, whether it's, you know, within, in terms of the podcast or in general, like, we care about the people that listen, and it seems like at least people that listen care about us. So when something really cool happens like that for you... It should be celebrated. And I figured if I brought it up to you at a time, you'd be like, well, I don't know. So I figured I'd just spring it on you and be a jerk. Thank you. You are a jerk. But yeah,
2: it's, I, I mean, am always here to be a jerk. What day was that where I like put it out? I think it was Thursday. Thursday? Yeah, I think. It was, yeah, it was Thursday because we talked about it on Friday show. Um, I was just getting texts from like people I never thought I would hear from. Mm-hmm. Like I got uh, Jeff Passan texted me like. <laughs> oh, that's cool. <laughs> what like jeff Fasson knows who i am like we've had you know in 21 years of producing i have interactions with people where i'm like wow that was jeff Fasson. like what a nice guy yeah but I, I mean I, we I, had
1: him on we had him on spiegel and parkins before he uh before he before he went full corporate and signed with espn yeah
2: i just assume though that it's like i talk to these people and then as soon as i'm done talking to them i've just been deleted from their brain
1: Well, a thousand percent, there are so many, there are so, like, I don't know how to do that with like guest booking where almost every time, unless it's like a local beat writer or something that I know I talk to a decent amount, I will always put, Hey, this is Rick from the score or whatever, and and then get into the question Mm -hmm. to asking them to come on, just assuming that nobody ever like saves my number or, or, you know, like recognizes the number because like, let's be honest, like most don't. So that kind of thing is cool when you get that kind of when you get that kind of love from uh, from places you don't expect.
2: Yeah. Well. Anyway, it was it was a lot, and for someone with the, uh, I've I talk about my anxiety all the time, so it's no secret. Like imposter syndrome is a big thing for me, and mm-hmm. uh, like to have like that pounding of um, affirmation from people was yeah. a lot to take. Like it was kind of exhausting. Like I think I slept better than I slept ever because it's like an emotional bombardment of everyone's like you're gonna kill it you're doing awesome oh i'm so happy for you but just nonstop was it was in a good way it was a lot to it was a lot to take in so mm-hmm. uh and it was all positive so thank you to everybody not so positive uh when i got into it with Sox fans this weekend but that's a different <laughs> thing I just like uh-uh. Sh- shane's like you enjoy that six nothing lead cub fans like no we knew they were gonna blew it because they suck and then you know yeah, you'd be all over whatever yeah. Sox fans are mad it's fine. Yeah. I just I think the Sox are really really good mm-hmm. and the Cubs are horrible and I don't care about the Cubs season anymore and I'm really happy yeah. the Sox are doing well. My column. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's not allowed in this city. No. All
2: right. Well, we're already uh 15 minutes into this puppy, so let's get into some of our uh ad sponsorships here. And Rick, as I dropped off your uh your muddy bites which we're going to get into mm-hmm. next here, you mentioned uh, you're in the market for something. Will you I be am. visiting our friends at Mazda of Orland Park, 708-444-3200, Eric Vates?
1: I have spoken to Eric, and it's funny you go from the Cubs-Sox thing to this, because when I spoke with Eric, he said, make sure that Jay is not crying too much about the Cubs See, this weekend. i so. said many
2: times, meatball-Sox fan, and I am yes. correct. <laughs> I didn't watch a
1: second of the Cubs game last night. I don't care. yeah i i'm a Sox fan i didn't even really watch the game yesterday i'll be honest like i saw i like somehow i got a glimpse of it and then it's like oh seven nothing click don't (laughs) need to see that anymore but yes so i've been talking with eric and we're trying to knock something out so he's really easy to talk to like you mentioned really great to work with even just like the limited capacity i have a couple emails and then a, a quick phone call to this point just like someone that doesn't have their agenda necessarily and is just like okay you're saying you need x let's see what can fit x the best way for you and how we can make that happen yep so like that's been my experience so far talking with Eric and like that's something I really appreciate especially in this like car marketplace where there's a lot of restrictions right now with the whole chip shortage and you know everything that results from that being able to still try and do right by the customer and not necessarily like doing exactly what's best for you know the company and just like okay well I want to get rid of this so I'm really gonna try and steer people to this. It's no. What do you want? What do you need? Okay, let's make that happen. Right. And that's really cool. And it's like the most comfortable I've ever felt in a car buying process because I dread buying a car. Like it's one of those things like you mentioned your anxiety. That's where I get some of my anxiety and so far with Eric, there has been none of said anxiety to this point, And I thank him for that.
2: Yeah, it was the same thing with me. As I said, here's the deal. I need a car. This is what I can afford per month. How can we make this happen? And we sat down and pounded it out and I got exactly what I needed. So uh, that's what I've been saying all along about Mazda of Orland Park. Rick just verified the same thing. And it's not just because we're the I'm Fat Podcast. I promise you. Eric knows that if your first car buying experience is great with them, Maybe if they lose a couple bucks in the sale, you're going to be back for the next car. Instead of going, "Ah, I'm not going to that place again, right? You're a customer for life. That's what I am at Mazda of Orland Park. And hopefully Rick will be, too. You should be, too. 708-444-3200. Go visit them on 159th Street in Orland Park, right next to the Dunkin' Donuts. So you can run out there and grab a donut on your way in. You'll enjoy it. All right. Let's get to it. The lead of the show. Um, Mm. This product was so good. I launched an I'm Fat podcast TikTok. (laughs) <laughs> Which I don't really know what I'm going to do with it. I got to kind of right. figure out the TikTok thing and I got to give you the login so you can do stuff for it too. Yeah. But um, Muddy Bites. We talked about these a few weeks ago mm-hmm. and they went viral. And the reason it's been a few weeks was because however Muddy Bites went viral, they were just slammed with orders. And they sent email after email apologizing to me, like, we're so sorry. It's taking so long. Here's the situation. We had to order more chocolate. And I'm like, dude, it's cool. <laughs> I get it. Like, your success is wonderful. I, I'm very yes. happy for you guys. Get it when you get it. Right. So, and I almost had forgotten that I was getting them. And I got the email. Your bunny bites will arrive today. Oh, my God. So, you had, I had to order, I think it was five bags. Mm-hmm. And they are the equivalent of if you ever have a drumstick ice cream cone, at the bottom of that cone, there's a little like filling of fudge or chocolate. Yes. This is a bag of those cones. About what, an inch and a half tall, probably, Rick? Yeah. Yeah, that's about right. And and the cone shape is filled with chocolate. And you just pop them like they're like the size of bugles. That's the way to say it.
1: Yeah. 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 That's a good way to put so it.
2: like a sugar cone, the size of a bugle filled with milk chocolate. They also have a dark chocolate option uh, only online. They're available. Muddy bites is what they're called. And they were fantastic. Mm-hmm. My only regret is not freezing them. I'm going to try that next time and throw them in the freezer and see how that goes.
1: Yeah, I threw them because when I picked mine up yesterday, uh, Hope mentioned putting them in the freezer. So I threw them in the freezer for about as long as I could wait so that lasted about like 15 20 minutes. And even that like 15 20 minutes made a difference. Or at least I assume so. So I I had the milk chocolate ones mm-hmm. and oh my god. Yeah. Like and the thing that's nice too is if you think of it if we're going with the drumstick comparison, the cone is not as thick so like I feel like your proportion of chocolate to cone is right. It's and more it chocolate, also, yep. Yeah, and it's also less messy that way because it's pretty much just like a one biter, which is nice because then it obviously keeps everything a lot, a lot cleaner. You don't have like a, a second layer necessarily of cone that kind of throws off your proportions. So it, it worked out like they thought of everything, and it works out so well. Did you have one
2: that was not in the freezer? Or did you put them all in the freezer to start?
1: Oh, I threw those suckers in the okay. freezer. Okay, so
2: I want to say too, like the chocolate itself is not soft; it is still kind of like a harder, uh, mm-hmm. just like it is in the bottom of a drumstick. It's not like, unless you left it in the car for hours, <laughs> then it might be soft. But it's not right. like a soft; it is a hard chocolate, like a, almost like a Hershey bar, kind of a like you kind of snap into the chocolate. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I wonder how much that would change in a freezer. There's only one way to find out: order more which I will be doing.
1: I may be as well. Yeah. Well, we'll just do it together. I mean, oh, okay. Yeah.
2: Cause I have to order five bags when I order. So, okay. (laughs) I was like, can't eat that bag. That's for Rick. Can't eat that bag. That's for Rick. (laughs) That's why I wanted to drop it off yesterday. Cause we went out, we went out to Rosemont for the uh, athletes United. uh, I'm sorry. Athletes unlimited uh, softball game. Um, So we were sort of like on the way out that way ish. And I dropped off your muddy bites, by the way, Driving through Lombard, yeah, I saw so many damn places I want to try.
1: Yeah, it's so funny because like I get so I get like blinders when I'm driving like to and from work. Yeah, that like I just end up not even thinking twice about certain places, and that's on me. Yeah, I saw a place called Kyle's. I don't know, it was like a little hot dog stand. It was tiny, like
2: it was. Yeah, on St. Charles Road, this little shack, like right by the swimming pool there. And I don't know if that Mm -hmm. is technically Lombard. I think so. Maybe Villa Park, but like, whatever it is right there. Um, And it was packed, like there were a million people there and they have that odd, like life-size
1: statue of a hot dog putting mustard on itself. Yeah. (laughs) That a lot of hot dog places have. (laughs) Well, and the thing, so the thing is that place, I think, I don't know when these people bought it or whatever, but it was like, I feel like it wasn't there for like one, for a year. Okay. And I don't know, I don't necessarily know why. So, you know, whatever, but, it's there now and people definitely end up going there and I have yet to make that truck. And by truck I mean like two minute drive.
2: Yeah, it was very close to your house. Um
1: so <laughs> I so I have you know, I might just have to do that work.
2: Oh, darn it. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry for you. That's really mm-hmm. tragic for you. And the other place was and I know you're not a big breakfast guy. Yeah. The high view diner, which looks yes. like it's from nineteen fifty five. Like it, it looks out of a time warp. Uh yes. and I believe that is Villa Park, right?
1: I would assume that is I don't know where the like where the line is for each for where it crosses over. But I I think of it as Villa Park. Let's put it that way. I mean, it makes sense. Like, yeah,
2: (laughs) it fits the mold of Villa Park, right? Like Highview Restaurant. It is Villa Park 425 West St. Charles Road and -hmm. just looks like a place that's got amazing eggs and bacon and toast and hash browns and just an amazing and they probably have really good soup. You could probably assume, yes. you know, a good um, a Reuben sandwich or a, a patty melt, like those sort of things. Just your classic. Yeah, it, it
1: it looks like an early episode of Diners, Drive-ins, and Dives would have gone there.
2: Yes, exactly. It looks like the logo almost of that show. It's got yeah. like the neon and the. It's really a cool looking. The place. The chrome
1: so. and yeah, that that's that's one that I've like looked at for a while and been like, I should go. Keep driving yeah. next day. Oh, I should go sometime. Keep driving, lather, rinse, repeat. <laughs> uh, Rick, big news for you:
2: the Bulls just made the Larry Market and trade official. Bew, bew, bew. I know you're. I know you're excited about that. Um, oh yeah. All right, so muddy bites are good. Order them mm-hmm. without hesitation. Go do it. Yes. And be patient if they get slammed again because of the I'm Fat podcast influence. Of course, not a thing. Um, last week, as we're recording, I discussed where I was going uh, that morning. We were headed mm-hmm. to the city to try a place called Cineholic, which I dubbed a cinnamon bunnery, which is accurate. <laughs> <laughs> that is exactly what it is. It is a cinnamon bun place where that's what they sell. They also sell cookie dough. If you're not in the mood for cinnamon buns for some reason, which I don't oh, really no, know. That sounds awful. Yeah. You just buy a tub of cookie dough and just eat it. So, okay, I'm going to go through this. They've got um, cookie dough by the scoop, or you can buy an eight ounce container. Okay. Okay. They've, you can buy cookies. They got baby buns. They got a cinnamon cake, which is a giant cookie roll shaped like a cake. They got brownies signature rolls. I just have like a little pamphlet here. So I'm going to give you a couple, a cookie monster. Okay. So all this stuff, the next things I'm about to read are on top of a cinnamon roll. Okay. Like a cinnamon bun, cin- like a Cinnabon sized cinnamon roll, the cookie monster. Mm. This is what Addie got. Cream cheese frosting, cookie dough, Chocolate chips, chocolate sauce, hmm. the Tropical Bliss, if you are in for a salad, raspberry frosting, <laughs> bananas, blueberries, and coconut. They've got the sparkle berry, chocolate frosting, strawberries, and sprinkles. Okay? I got, mm-hmm. and this is so on brand and it's so lame, but they have like Chicago sports themed uh ones too, so I got the Black Hawk. Okay. But in fairness. The Black Hawk is cookie dough and marshmallow. My two favorite things.
1: Oh, yeah. That's right up your alley. Yeah. So
2: it's like, come on. That's, that's what I'm getting. Whatever it's called, I would get yeah. that. Uh, the I'm just going to pick one at random here. There is the Campfire S'mores Roll, Marshmallow Frosting, topped with marshmallows, graham crackers, and cookie sauce, and chocolate sauce. Um, yes. Yeah. You got to go find this place. But here's the thing. I did not know this. I did not notice it until well after I had finished my cinnamon roll. Mm-hmm. This place is 100% vegan. Really? Yes. The only clue I had when I was like, oh, thinking back on it, I did think when Addie got the one with the chocolate sauce on it, that the chocolate sauce tasted a little different. Okay. Like a little bit more bitter, I guess I would say. And it wasn't hmm. as creamy as, like, not as thick as usual. So okay. that was like the one little thing, like, okay, looking back on it, maybe I could see that that was made a different way, but... I mean, I would never know if no one told me. So Interesting. Yeah, this one's in Wicker Park. It is uh, 1295 North Milwaukee Avenue. You can order online and pick up You know, as soon as you can. You can place a time to pick it up. It's just a little storefront, but um, they've got water there and stuff you need, coffee, all that stuff. So if you're in the Wicker Park area, there's a lot of good food around there, too. Uh, head into Cineholic. You will love it. I mean, it is. I'm telling you, it's gluttonous. And just like you can do with the cinnamon rolls, you can also do things on top of cookie dough. So that's like,
1: interesting. Cause I've, I'd only heard of one other place like that. And that's uh cookie dough creations in downtown Naperville.
2: I have been there too. This is a little more elaborate. So they've got yeah. uh cookie dough. So here the cookie dough salted Elvis. So it's cookie dough topped with a dollop of peanut butter frosting, pretzel sticks, and a slice of banana. I know that's not for you. They've right. got the cookies and cream, which top with a dollop of cream cheese frosting and Oreo cookie morsels. Like, so if you don't want a cinnamon roll, you can get all these things on top of cookie dough instead. Jeez. Yes. It was not good for the old heart there.
1: But yeah, was I was going to say, do they, do they have like a cardboard cut out of Wilford Brimley in there? <laughs> diabetes. This, <laughs> this particular cinnamon roll is called instant diabetes.
2: <laughs> so as if that wasn't enough, Rick. I know I'm talking yeah. a lot, uh, but I gotta finish the story. After we yeah. had brunch at Cineholic, we went to Parsons Chicken and Fish and got a whole crap ton of uh, hot chicken. Chicken and fish. Chicken and I did not get fish. I I almost got okay. fish, but I was I wanted the chicken because it looked really good. And I'll say this: it's really good hot chicken. Their hush puppies are the best I've ever had. Really? Just they were amazing. So there's a bunch of them in the city. Find them. Big outdoor dining area. Great cocktails, uh, Parsons Chicken and Fish. Excellent. Okay. I know you have stuff, too, so I'm going to stop talking.
1: Okay. Well, I mean, I think maybe the biggest national news of the week is that Wendy's is coming out with re... you want to call them remastered? Because they weren't exactly mastered initially. Can you you remaster (laughs) something
2: that was never mastered?
1: (laughs) (laughs) They're redoing their French fries. Thank... God, yes. because that's, there's so many good things at Wendy's. You know what's not one of them? They're fries. Correct. So looking at an article from CNN, because I mean, really, this is big news. <laughs> the so authority. CNN business is all <laughs> over it, that the whole goal of this, and I like the thought process, is to make them in a way where they retain their heat and crispiness a little bit longer because so many people are doing even more people are doing drive-through than before and having to go longer distances before they can eat as a result of covid and let's be honest, they had nothing to lose because their fries were a zero anyway. so I I like the move <laughs> these are these are coming out apparently mid-september and I'm excited to see what they're doing so here's because... a, yeah so here's a quote from
2: Wendy's president Kurt Kane it says customers are going to notice a difference as soon as they taste it. What we've done is balanced the cut of the fry and kept a little bit of the skin of the potato on the fry to be able to drive flavor. We used a batter system that allows us to be able to maintain crispiness, both when they're fresh and hot out of the fryer, as well as several minutes later. We've And they also said the new batter system, uh, the batter systems when fries are dunked in oil. Kane said the fries are improved because restaurants are using new fry baskets that are shorter, helping the fries be fully submerged in oil. Quote, what those new fry baskets do is enable us to make sure that each fry fries correctly each and every time. So that I think that's why with Wendy's fries they were really inconsistent. Yes. Like, and I think it sounds like anyway that this new system will fix that. So we'll see. And I, I noticed like kind of quietly mm-hmm. that Burger King's fries got a lot better recently. Yeah. So who knows? I mean, if Wendy's can make good fries, like it's over. Like that, like I mean there are times I will not go to Wendy's because Mm -hmm. I don't
1: want their fries. Exactly. I know, it's like, why is he confident that their fries will be better? Because they can't really get a whole lot worse. Yeah. Like, that's the whole thing, so. And they haven't changed them since 2010. Like, yeah. why would you let them suck
2: for that long?
1: Right. And because, like, I remember, th- like, at that point in time, like, the whole sea salt was a huge oh, yeah. thing at that point in time. Yeah. I get it. And it's really cooled down now, except for on, like, anything chocolate and caramel. Right. That, like, outside, of, like, that's the flavor profile where it's still there in prominence. But outside of that, it's like, you're a decade behind, bro. Let's fix, <laughs> let's fix this a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I mean, I just I think I prefer. I'm
2: just going through like the items in my head. I prefer Wendy's food, burgers, chicken, etc., to most of the fast food places. Yes. Right, like if I want a and chicken definitely sandwich, definitely
1: the big th- and definitely it's easily the best of the big three. Oh,
2: absolutely. But there's times where I'm just like, I just don't want those fries. Right, and also I gotta say, there's been some weird like issues with their system a lot lately. We're like, we're not taking credit card or we can't take an order. That's happened yeah. to me three times in the last six months. Same here. Where they're like, yeah, sorry, we just can't take an order right now. What?
1: <laughs> what kind of yeah. business plan is that? Yeah, not a good one. And uh, I even
2: said, like, how about just make me two burgers and I'll just hand you $10 and yeah. then figure out what it costs and then keep the change or whatever. Like Now we can't do that. Like, well, you, of course you could. When the system comes back up, just say two burgers Mm-hmm. cash it out and then keep the chain I don't know. whatever i i get it but it's just like that that's happening way too often for a chain that big and i'm glad yeah. to hear it's not just my two local wendy's
1: yeah same here because i was like boy I, I might have to try and find a new wendy's because mine is uh not looking good but apparently not that oh I, when i go to that wendy's i have to pass by the you know, the ever-evolving story of the Popeyes that is being built near me. That bougie Popeyes, by the way. We drove by yesterday. It looks nice. It really really does, and it's just, like, we might have a couple years of this podcast left because once that thing opens, like, I'm just going to be a ticking time bomb, man. Like, (laughs) at that point, I might just, like, eat myself into oblivion or something because, I mean, like, you've, like, down 64 in that area i've got wendy's i've got portillo's i've got popeyes yeah you're i mean they are really (laughs) trying to make me go away quickly
2: yeah and it it looks so welcoming like i almost i almost pulled onto the gravel yesterday like oh it's not open (laughs) (laughs) we ended up going to that portillo's uh which was delightful we -hmm. were uh, like i don't know why it takes 25 minutes for three hot dogs but someone will tell me someday um It's just their business plan. It's working because the drive-thru is a mile long all the time, but uh, yeah. I just don't get it. But yeah, that Popeye's looks really nice and really inviting, and I, I think it, like, I'll just text you like, hey, you ready to start the podcast? Uh, I need 15 more minutes. I'm, I'm in line at Popeye's. <laughs> Again, Rick, damn it. Right. I think I said to Hope, like, I can't wait to see Rick sitting outside the door a week before they open. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh god i am never gonna live that down but you know what it was just awesome it was so worth it it's
2: just so on brand and so if you don't know what we're talking about look through our social media you'll find it (laughs) rick waiting outside real urban barbecue with the biggest grin on his face knowing he's gonna get a year of free barbecue yes it's just awesome
1: yeah imagine not having a huge grin on your face knowing you're going to get a year free barbecue yes i'm not judging you the picture
2: is just perfect and the guy next to you is pointing at you like get a load of this effing guy and that's the best part
1: well and Uh. yeah because this guy was like he even told me he's like I figured there was no chance anybody would be here before me and he didn't need it like he was a guy that was like well off who was like a food blogger type guy oh yeah screw that so yeah so I was like I'll be damned if I'm gonna to leave here now as if it wasn't enough to get yeah to get the actual food it's also (laughs) now on principle of, I get it. This is like a status thing for you. But you know what it is for me? Free food that matters. Life affirming. <laughs> right. My
2: question is, if you he was there before you, would you have murdered him?
1: Um, Like, what are the
2: odds that you'd be like, no one would know if I well, just killed that, this guy and dumped him in a retention p- pond?
1: Right. At that point in time there was i don't even know if there was anybody from the restaurant there because like well i'm sure they were but like probably in the back or whatever mm-hmm. because it was like seven i think it was like 720 7 something like that and the place opened at like 11 and so there and nothing else around there was open. I'm just trying to think of like where the nearest retention pond was to see how the logistics would have worked.
2: It's on the map you drew in the trunk of your car, Rick, along with the shovels and the limestone. You know exactly where the retention pond is, Rick. Don't don't lie. We know you thought this through.
1: Well, to be fair, though, then I didn't think enough. I was also using that paper to like sop up some of the blood so it didn't stain the car. (laughs) So then I'm like, oh, where am I going? Well, I don't want to have to move this guy again.
2: And that's why you called Eric Bates, to get a new car. You're damn right. Cut to Carnalake. Lake. Um, (laughs) All right. So there's another new food item coming out Mm -hmm. um, from Taco Bell. And let me qualify this. Stop. Stop this. And I'm not against it, but just bring back what everybody wants, please. Bring back the double-decker. Bring back the Mexican pizza. You don't need to enter the chicken sandwich wars. No one's going Ugh. to Taco Bell for a chicken sandwich. No. And if you're giving me the complaint of like, oh, well, it's too hard for our staff to make, what is deep-fried at Taco Bell? Yeah. Maybe the cinnamon things? Yeah, like that could be But it. those are definitely made off-site. They don't make those in-house. No, I wouldn't sure. So, so. So now instead of bringing back classics that everybody misses and everybody loves you're making mm-hmm. a chicken sandwich you're gonna have to add a fryer to your yeah. kitchen to make this happen this is dumb but here's what it is uh, the part taco part sandwich features all white meat crispy chicken marinated in jalapeno buttermilk seasoned with Mexican spices which is then rolled in a crunchy tortilla chip coating it's served on warm flatbread taco shell and flavored with Taco Bell's signature chipotle sauce uh, you can order regular or spicy the latter includes crunchy jalapeno slices. This is coming in September. Now it sounds good. Sure. Like I'm not I'm not opposed to this item. I just everyone's pissed at Taco Bell for getting rid of the things that they love. Right. No one
1: asked for this. No one. Right. Give me my caramel apple empanada back instead of this. Right.
2: Yeah. Maybe that was fried. Th- there's gotta be a fryer there. We're missing something. Like they gotta yeah. fry something. But still. Like you're talking about taking the workload away from your workers, what difference is it between making a double decker and making a chalupa? You've got all these things there. It just it just drives me crazy. So, all right, I will try it. Like I'm definitely going to try it. It sounds really good. It's just annoying that like I'd much rather take one or two of the beloved items back than have to add this. And like again, no one's going to think I want a chicken sandwich. I'm going to Taco Bell. Come on. Exactly.
1: Exactly. There's another new item that's out there i know this is a big week for
0: us
1: (laughs) a new girl scout cookie called adventurefuls Mm -hmm. which is a brownie inspired cookie with caramel flavored cream and a hint of sea salt Hmm. so a brownie
2: sea salt that's almost like that oreo we just tried yeah basically yeah um i'm in i mean my daughter's a girl scout so they're gonna be in the house Um, so i will try them full review maybe we'll get her on uh soon because she's been chomping at the bit to get on the podcast really she's she's got thoughts man she has some food thoughts i'm telling you now hold on is are these like tony gill level thoughts no they're good are
1: these okay good yeah she
2: she was very critical of the popeyes nuggets really yeah she didn't think there was enough meat
1: interesting
2: Mm -hmm. so yeah she's
1: got she's got some thoughts okay
2: so yeah we'll, we'll get around at some point this would be a really good opportunity once the girl scout cookies go on sale mm-hmm. um i gotta see what's going on with that because they took last year off they just flat out like as a troop just skipped it because yeah obviously um so we'll see we'll definitely get samples too so that's a good thing um what else do i have let me check I my think, notes here i think that's there's that's something i talked forgot
1: about before the
2: podcast at least uh let's see okay oh yes one more thing uh september 25th in oh yeah homewood where i live you may have heard uh we have our fall fest which is absolutely a wonderful event there's a bunch of food vendors a bunch of uh you know artisan craft people that sell their wares you know crafts and whatever i'm going to be there selling copies of my book and selling some i'm fat podcast and uh madhouse podcast gear but most importantly rick and i are going to judge the chili cook-off at the Homewood Fall Fest. So Mm -hmm. as more details come, we'll let you know. But Mark on your calendar. September 25th, Homewood Fall Fest. Come out and hang out with me and Rick. We'll have a tent. That'll be fun. So come and hang out with us and talk to us. Maybe we'll do like a live podcast. I don't know. We got to see what the setup's going to be. I got to talk to my friend Sarah, who is the uh, person for the village who kind of runs the thing. And Mm -hmm. now we're going to pound out a plan and make it work but one way or another rick and i will be at the homewood fall fest on september 25th so that's a saturday so you should be able to make it so put that in your calendar and and join us in homewood it's a great time um awesome food like a is there a bunch of local businesses um I, I guarantee you may's q house will be there and rick as
1: mm-hmm. soon as you
2: arrive i will shove you in the direction of the may's q house <laughs> truck and be like i'll see you in two hours because yes. you will just, you'll try everything because that place is awesome so Really looking forward to that. All right, uh, before we get to Ask a Fats, we're behind on the reads. Got to tell everybody about our friends at Marishka's in Crest Hill, 604 Theater Street, family-owned and operated since 1933. I've been talking up the poor boy for years. It's time for you to go try said poor boy because it's fantastic. You're going to love it. I don't know what you're waiting for. If you haven't been there yet, it's on you, man. It's on you. Mariska's is fantastic, but it's not just poor boys. If that's not your thing for some reason... That's all right. Go try the burgers, the chops, the seafood. Everything there is fantastic. Really good craft beer menu as well. So head on out to Crest Hill and try Marishka's. Go to Facebook.com slash or Marishkas.com. They're closed only on Christmas, Easter, the 4th of July, and Thanksgiving. Without further ado, let's get to the fat phone.
1: The fingers you have used to dial are too fat. To obtain a special dialing wand, please mash the keypad with your palm now.
2: Ask a Fat, and the Fat Phone is brought to you by our friend, Charlie the Bacon Guy, who has joined us, don't know where he is this time, with another bacon report. Thanks, Jay. Your weekly bacon flavors are maple pepper, rosemary pepper garlic, barbecue, buffalo, ranch, and the half pounder, same as last week, raspberry chipotle, honey chipotle, curry ginger, Caribbean jerk, and Sazerac. For bacon jams, we have original, bourbon, vanilla bourbon, peach, peach bourbon, or bourbon peach, however, and habanero. Hockey jerseys, stickers, and t-shirts. And a special happy third birthday to my daughter, Sydney, who requested that we have ranch bacon for her birthday. God, I'm so lucky. <laughs> for the bacon report, I'm Charlie the Bacon Guy. Now to the weather. It, it's hot. <laughs> Again. Yes. My <laughs> my balls and
1: everywhere.
2: yeah it's brutal we didn't even talk about that because i'm not acknowledging the weather but i think Addie and sydney need to start a podcast together too <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah, seriously, <laughs> the fat kid pod the fat at heart i don't know
1: oh uh, that's
2: that's good also little chunks
1: Go- <laughs> <laughs> going back to last week uh, last week's bacon report charlie texted us yes that i 100 nailed the situation that was going on that he was feeding his child and also doing the bacon report so good on charlie for multitasking and good on me for my ear apparently and nailing what was going on
2: oh that was good yeah you could hear the scratching and i think that was you're right the baby reaching for the phone mm-hmm. oh lord that's funny. Anyway, Charlie, the big guy based out of Woodridge, he sells bacon and bacon jams, always a nitrate and nitrite free product, all naturally cured apple and hickory smoked thick sliced bacon. Oh, It's so good. Shipping anywhere in the lower 48 is a flat fee of $15. So like I always say, order more than you think you want, because you're going to order more eventually save on that shipping. The flat fee is clutch. Place your orders on Instagram, at Charlie the bacon Guy, send him a direct message. Email him CharlieTheBaconGuy at gmail.com or find him on Twitter at CZTheBaconGuy. Those DMs are open. Order yourself some bacon. All right, so we got a couple voicemails here, but I think I'm gonna start with uh, a video we got from Amber. So all it said was fat hack, and then there was a video. So I emailed Amber. I said, is this you in this video? Is it cool if we use it? She said yes. So, paint a picture in your brains, fats. A young woman, probably in her mid twenties, would be my guess. Even though I'm terrible at estimating these things, uh, deconstructing her breakfast sandwich at a table, uh, maybe in a cafeteria at work or something. So here's the here's the video from Amber. So I got a sausage McMuffin, has some cheese on it. Put some grape jelly, one packet, right there. Smack my hash brown. Put this one right here. I'll have what she's having (laughs) right so if you didn't get it sausage McMuffin Mm -hmm. she adds a packet of grape jelly and then puts a hash brown in there
1: I didn't realize that uh smacking potato products was a thing oh it is like yeah just like violently hitting potato products I'm here for it she
2: does slap it in there too she like she definitely aggressively puts the hash brown in the sandwich (laughs) I mean, it's got to make sure it stays. I got to send you the video. It's it's okay. quite remarkable. But yeah, she I, it sounded like she enjoyed it.
1: Uh, that was the same interpretation I would have. Let's have said, said noises. Let's make sure. So I got a
2: sausage McMuffin, has some cheese on it, put some great jelly one packet right there. Smack my
0: hash brown. Put this one right here. Oh, <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: okay the audio is worse than the video okay <laughs> when i watched the video i'm like oh that wasn't no i'm just hearing i'm like "Ooh, okay that's aggressive okay. but yeah. hey it's a good sandwich i can't say i haven't made similar noises i think when i took my first muddy bite i was made a similar sound so yeah no judgment amber thank you for the fat hack i will add uh i'm not so sure about the jelly but i'm gonna try it yeah, i'm gonna know. trust the process man Mm-hmm. This is my new thing. And I, oh, I should mention this. I did a Hello Fresh this week, not a sponsor, just did it. Um, and we did, they sent um, like smash burgers. Okay. So it was, they sent like, a, you know, like a half pound of ground beef, um, old bay seasoning, mustard, ketchup, mayo. You mix all that together, which was great. And then uh, they sent an onion and they sent potatoes. So I had to like slice the potatoes, roast those. So I had like uh, wedged potatoes. It was excellent. And usually I'd be like, I don't like mayo or mustard. I mixed all those things together. Mayo, mustard. Sorry, mayo, Dijon mustard, ketchup, and old base seasoning. And it was fantastic. Huh. And that's something I would never have tried before. Yeah. And I loved it. So this is my new thing. I'm trusting the process. So there you go. I'm going to trust Amber's process too and try that um, very tantalizing breakfast sandwich. Okay. Now we go to the voicemails.
0: Hey, guys. It's Ben out in Romeoville. Uh, First off, uh, I'm also a big fan of the uh, Mia Khalifa lemonade as Jay mentioned last week. uh, uh, But the reason for the call is I didn't get a chance to make it up to the Wisconsin State Fair to try one of the billion things on a stick. But I did uh, get a chance to go to the Ren Fair for the first time this weekend. Nerd. And, uh, but they were out of turkey legs, so I had to settle for a rather sad beat. I did get a chance to uh, try out the cheese fritters, which were supposed to be just heavenly, but they were all right. Uh, weren't as good as some of the costumes that were people had on, even though they were wildly inappropriate for Renaissance era, but. That leads me to a couple of questions.
2: But the cheese Um, fritters weren't. What are the
0: (laughs) best slash worst foods you've ever had at a theme park? And uh, then secondly, what era inappropriate costume would you choose to wear to the Renaissance (laughs) Fair? Thanks. Oh, and before Jay says it, Sad Beef was my porn name.
2: Damn it! (laughs) (laughs) He beat Ah, me to it. I was going to say that, too. Oh, Lord. Uh, All right. Worst food I've ever had at a theme park. park. I had a really, really bad burger at Brookfield Zoo.
1: Okay. It was like
2: literally cold bread, Mm. like a dry burger patty and like cold, like a cold slice of American cheese. And it was just like, okay, it's the burger you get. And I mentioned the hot dog like this the other week. Like when you show up late to the barbecue.
1: Yes. And they just
2: like grab the last remaining burger patty and then hand you a bun and piece of cheese. Mm -hmm. That's exactly what it was. But it cost like $12. Oh.
1: Maybe not that much. Mine mine was loaded nachos at... Oh, where was that? Was that at like Six Flags maybe? And it was clearly they were done before this other (laughs) parts of the order. So by the time I got them... It was just like you had five chips that maintained integrity and the rest was just like mush. Oh. And it was really disappointing. And it's like it's not like the other ingredients were that fantastic to where it made up for it. It was just like, eh. Yeah. Like slightly substandard nachos. That's disappointing. All mush. It was just like, yeah, I was just like, I felt like if I wanted to actually eat most of that, I would have needed like a spoon or something.
2: The other question about what inappropriate. Th- so was he saying that like the women were too scantily clad? Because there's something about like Renaissance um, era, mm-hmm. like I don't know. There's something that's like inherently attractive about that for me, like as a dude. I don't know why. So maybe I would go to the Ren Fair someday. But or is he just saying like it's not the, like maybe I would wear like uh, revolutionary war clothing to the Renaissance? Right. Fair. <laughs> yeah. That's probably what was happening because people are like oh that's old-timey so it's the same thing no no it's not dressing like alexander hamilton is not dressing for the renaissance that's not the same thing
1: right yeah like that hmm see the thing is i think we'd have to find a scantily clad version of something we could wear okay to the renaissance fair so i would just dress
2: like a stormtrooper just to piss everybody off (laughs)
1: but you would have to leave like the middle piece out so you are like showing the midriff. Oh yeah, just like sticking out the bottom of it. Yeah, you like you're you're a reti- yeah, you're a retired stormtrooper. Yeah. <laughs> I have let myself go. Yeah, just just a little bit. What oh, what should I do? I don't know. I I'm, I'm seeing
2: a lot of things that I don't want to see though.
1: Same. Well, this maybe I just, just have, let no, the I people just have imagine no choice. It. Yeah, that 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 might be best. Yeah.
2: I if you think of something, just jump in. Yeah. Uh, by the way, I'm way behind on something. We have to name our uh, emailer of the month.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah.
2: Uh, we have it, and it's Kyle who called us from the drive-through of a Long John Silver's. So that is the key to the voters' hearts. So Kyle, get in touch with us, and we will send you your prize. <laughs> Good job, Kyle. All right, we got one more voicemail before we get to the emails.
0: Hello, dudes. This is Ryan. I was listening to the most recent uh, episode, and you guys were both talking about how you have, like, no ass. Mm-hmm. I, too, am a fat white man who has a completely flat, non-existent ass. Yeah. But I refer to myself as a fat ass. So my question is, mm. can you be a fat ass without having a fat ass? Okay, I'm headed to lunch. Mm. Goodbye.
1: Would you be more fastless? <laughs>
2: <laughs> my head just exploded. <laughs> I don't know how to answer
1: that. I don't either. Is there a spe- Can we come up with a special term for someone that is fat that has no ass? Uh, <laughs> I su- I submit fastless.
2: <laughs> oh man, I don't I don't know. That's it's true. Like, and it is like very few fat people have big asses. I think there's people with big asses and there's fat people. I mean, I think we're talking about like, and we're not fat shaming because we never do that no. on the show. But we're talking about like rascal territory, right? Like that's a little bit different. Sure. But like your average fat person, like your average American, doesn't like, at least men don't typically have like giant asses to go with their big bellies. Maybe it's just how food and that sort of fat like gathers in your body, right? Mm -hmm. Like I think if you've got a big ass, that's like hereditary, right? You know, so I don't know. This, I'm sure we have a doctor listening to this for some reason. Let us know what is the reason. (laughs) You know what he is
1: (laughs) scouting future patients. (laughs) Yes, taking down
2: email addresses. Yeah, Uh, yeah, it's probably a good idea. I will find that person. I will find the guy with no ass and cure him of his ass disease. I don't know. Um, Boy, that's I really am kind of thrown off by that. Like, where did fat ass come from? I don't know. Yeah, I think it's maybe it's ass. Like you're an idiot. Like you're a fat idiot. Like or you're a jerk or something like. Ass in terms of you're fat, not your ass. Actual right, you are a fat ass. Yes, and over time, you know, when it, when it started in the Renaissance, <laughs> you know, it just it just changed meaning over the years. I don't know. That's my that's my answer. I don't know. Hmm. All right, let's do some emails and wrap this bad boy up. Cool.
0: Ask a fat about this and that. It's time to chat
2: with the fats.
1: Rick. The floor is yours. First one here is from Eric in Oaklawn. Hey, Rick and Jay, longtime listener, first time fat emailer. Love the show and being a local Chicagoland area fat. I love hearing about all the different food places, all, all, or as it's spelled, Foos places that you mm. frequent. Yes. However, when I'm out and <laughs> about, my brain refuses to remember what places you've recommended and where those places are at i wish i was smart enough to do this but i have no idea how it would work would it somehow be possible to create a fat map that can be accessed by fats and normies alike to find the nearest i'm fat podcast approved fueling station that's part one interesting yeah i think let's stick with that for now because i that's a, that's a that's a good idea because i hesitate
2: to like full disclosure i have a madhousepod.com website mm-hmm. and i don't know what value it brings so, like, yeah. you know, starting a website, mm, but if we could make, like, a Google Doc that people could access, that could be interesting. But I don't know how we could have, like, I don't know if we can do an interactive map. Let me, let me research this, because this would be helpful for my new job, too. Yeah, <laughs> right? So this is something I'd like to find out. But, yeah, that's a great idea. That's a great idea. And even, like, listeners can add to it and not add to it, but say, hey, you know, you mentioned this place. You should try mm-hmm. it. We could add it there, too
1: yeah so that's that's good stuff from me. yeah good idea also vienna beef has started a hot dog stand challenge that's basically a treasure hunt for hot dogs with some fun hot dog inspired prizes okay there's no there's that's so ridiculous i was <laughs> i was hesitant at first to recommend this in case it hurts my chances of winning but i wouldn't be doing my duty as a fat if i failed to share the knowledge that's true. Once again, Eric in Oak Lawn. All right. I will look into that. That sounds fun. That sounds Dogstandchallenge.com. This is fascinating.
2: Yeah, I, I got to try that. So what
1: yes. am I getting? Like keychains, uh, that sort of stuff? They have five weekly wieners per week. Uh, they receive a very fashionable Vienna beef trucker hat. Okay. That, that sounds fine to me. Yeah. Well,
2: this seems fun. Yeah, check it out. Hotdogstandchallenge.com. There's a lot there. I'm going to dissect that, uh, and we'll we'll get to it next week. But that looks fun. That's a cool idea. I mean, it's not hard to find Vienna beef in the Chicagoland area.
1: No, thank God, because it's so damn good. Pretty much every hot dog stand. All right, I
2: got one here from uh, Lombard Matt. He says, uh, I love your show that I came across recently. Thanks to my wife. I'm a fat hiding in normie clothing one question I wanted to ask the both of you is if you had the power to change one of the major fast food chains menus, what would be the first thing other than salads that you would remove? Keep up the good work. Lombard Matt. Hmm. Interesting. What would I get rid of? Get rid of. Cause there's nothing that like makes me angry. Right. You know, like, like what's like a useless menu item. Well,
1: mm-hmm. outside of salads. Right. Um, they're, Hmm. there really aren't many yeah i think that you know i'm trying to think
2: of something that just doesn't make sense at
1: all in the context of because like one thing that is specific to wendy's but i know people that just specifically get that is the baked potato they still have that as far as i know that's good i've not had that
2: in a long time
1: yeah and like that's something that's unique that you don't necessarily think about but i know a decent amount of people that will get it yeah how about the wendy's chili i think a lot of people like that too yeah uh i think i'm with you though if if there's something that's definitely extraneous it's that
2: yeah all right we'll just say that because we don't have anything else pretty much that
1: sounds good uh let's see this one's from bartlett fat fan (laughs) hey fats Question for you guys if you've ever been on the, on the run and just need a slice or two of pizza for a lunch or a snack. Usually the local joint has three pies already out. They'll heat up an extra sh- an extra shot in the oven after you tell them what kind you want. I'd say they usually have a cheese, a sausage, or pepperoni, and a specialty. My question is, after you decide on the kind of pizza that you want, do you just say, give me the pepperoni? Or would you just say, give me the pepperoni? And I want this particular piece. Oh, sometimes the pieces are even and sometimes they aren't. When the guy dives in to grab the puny piece with, with a sparse amount of topping, sometimes this this fat is not a happy fat. Your thoughts would be appreciated.
2: Uh, there have been times where I have, especially at Sbarro, where yeah. I have said I want that slice. Usually it's not because it's bigger or smaller, but because it has a bubble. Oh, yeah. I'm a big That's fan true. of the bubble. Mm hmm. So if if I see a bubble piece, I'll say, give me the one with the bubble. And they usually laugh and, and do it happily. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and judge you summarily. Oh, I had um
2: I sent you a photo of this. I got uh Sbarro this week in the Pedway, and they had like roasted potatoes on the side. Those were damn good. Really? And they're side like I've had the pasta salad side before. Yeah. Um, and that was really good. But the roasted potato side was so it was probably like the equivalent of like half of a potato, which okay. is kind of it's kind of a lot like a full size potato, or maybe like three or four like tiny little potatoes. Mm-hmm. It was really good and it had a nice seasoning on it. Those are delicious. So if you go make the meal at Sbarro, try those um try those try those uh potato wedges. I don't know if they're wedges or whatever they call them, but they're terrific. They're, they're just roasted potatoes. All right, this one's from our guy, Rush Schneider. He says, first, congrats to Jay on a new gig. Oh, thank you. He says, several months I downloaded Get Upside. this is an app, after hearing about it on WBBM. The ads mentioned saving money on gas. What the ads didn't say is saving over 30% up to a certain dollar amount at listed restaurants. It includes national chains like DQ, Popeye's, and Papa John's, but it also includes locally owned places, too. I've been meaning to talk to a restaurant owner that I know who is listed on the app to see how much it costs, but I keep forgetting to. So yeah, he sent a screenshot, and I see like a place called Coach's Corner, and I see Popeyes up to like 39% cash back on these places. So wow. I need to check this out. The Get Upside app. It's from our guy Russ Schneider, who's not like some guy jumping into our email trying to get free promotion. He's he's honestly like our he's our own official producer, he's on the lookout for yeah. good stuff. So check it out. The Get Upside app. If it wasn't from Russ, I wouldn't trust it, but it is so I do. I'm going to check this out for sure. All
1: right. Last one I have is from Woodstock Mike. Dear Fats, just wanted to say I'm a longtime score listener and just began listening a few months ago, starting with the episodes in the 80s. The episode numbers in the 80s. We weren't doing the podcast in the 80s. Glad to find such. I episode like 12. That was, that needed to be said. Uh, cocaine. <laughs> 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 Best cocaine food uses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> glad to find such like-minded people with the same opinion on mayo and mustard anyways i know you've talked about mcdonald's breakfast my go-to is the two for three dollars spicy chicken mcgriddle this is kind of new as that now makes a normal bland mcgriddle much better with the spicy version have you tried this no also i have not either that is that's a great thought interesting because you get like the you get the the syrupy from more of a chicken and waffles type thing and you also get the spicy
2: yeah that sounds really good i gotta try that all right add it to my list i was trying to try the pot roast sandwich this week i just didn't Mm -hmm. get around to it
1: okay there's a second part here that's for you okay also you just discussed wrestling can we give a shout out to fats kevin owen bray wyatt eddie kingston otis samoa joe and many more current and definitely past performers.
2: Definitely, Uh Kevin Owens. By the way, is he is shaped like me? Like, if you break, if you're near a computer, just Google Kevin Owens. He's okay. like a dude who decided to wrestle. He wears like a cutoff T-shirt and gym shorts, and he's just oh, yeah. a big dude who's willing to take a beating and kick ass. I love Kevin Owens. He's one of my favorites. And shout out to one of the most unheralded WWF at the time champions yokozuna giant sumo guy he's not japanese at all he's some he's he's in rocks family he's part of that giant family of wrestlers um Mm -hmm. what is his name um reggie something his first name is reggie not yokozuna but longtime champion athletic big man i mean he was 500 pounds like jumping off ropes and doing like high kicks and he was awesome i loved yokozuna and then he there's is a, a fat. There's with an ass. There's a new girl. I don't know if she's new actually because I don't totally follow WWE really anymore. I just kind of watch the pay per views. But there's a girl named Dewdrop, who is uh, she is she's a, a plus size girl. She yeah. is beautiful, and uh, she's she's kind of a badass. And then there's a girl I saw on um, AEW, Jamie Hater. She's okay. not fat by any means, but she's like two th- two C's thick. Okay. And I'm a big fan of Jamie Hayter. And she's British, which, which helps with everything. Um, so, <laughs> yes, shout out to fat wrestlers around the world and the Chonky and the Portly and the Thick with three Cs. We love all of them equally and without hesitation. That's all I got, buddy.
1: I concur. <laughs> uh, just, <laughs> I've never been the wrestling guy. So I'm just like, as you're saying names, I'm like Google searching. And I'm like, oh, okay. Okay yeah all right i gotcha so with all that said follow us on all our social media platforms at i'm fat pod i'm fat pod at gmail.com check out the patreon t public always has sales going on it feels like so keep an eye out for that if you want to get some merch subscribe unsubscribe resubscribe rate and review the podcast check out our sponsors charlie the bacon guy mazda of Orland park Merchka's in Crest Hill and Dr. Squatch. Promo code I'm fat20 for first time orders with an order of twenty dollars or more. You're gonna save twenty percent. For the suit Jay Zawoski, I'm Rick Camp. This is the I'm fat I know you do. This is the I'm fat podcast.
0: All right, I think we got a lot accomplished here today. <laughs>